Hi, this is Heidi. Episode 15, Overwhelm. This podcast is for people who know a confident and happy life is on the other side of courage and some discomfort. I'm glad you're here. Hello, friends. So here we are in December. This year has flown by. In some ways, it's been good. In some ways, it's been kind of crazy. You guys, please continue to rate and review this podcast. And thank you to those who are sharing the podcast with family and friends. My dear friend, Kara Lee, told me that she's told her neighbors and her sisters about the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Kara Lee. I love that this work can influence the world for good and improve other people's lives. It really has changed mine. Now, right now, I'm working with several clients who are making great breakthroughs in their thoughts and mindsets and thus their lives to intentionally experience this holiday season with less overwhelm and stress than they typically experience. And a lot of people look at January 1st as a date to start new things, but I'm just telling you, you don't have to wait until then. Okay, so today we are talking about overwhelm. It's the month when people can commonly feel this feeling and the emotion really takes us away from the positive and the happiness that we can feel if we manage all of the busyness and our mindset around what we do have going on. So when we talk about a very common and even overused word, I like to go back to basics and get a detailed definition. So dictionary.com defines overwhelm as feeling completely overcome covered or buried beneath a mass of something we're submerged. And if we're doing the overwhelming, it is defined as overthrowing or to load, heap, treat, or address with an overpowering or excess of anything. Hmm, excess. Okay, so not very nice feelings. In fact, overwhelm is to be completely a victim or powerless. Here are words that the the website says are related to overwhelm. Crush, inundate, deluge, overpower, swamp, overrun, engulf, submerge, defeat, destroy, overcome, confound, disturb, and more. You get the picture. Sheesh, if we ask anyone, do they want to feel destroyed this December? Who would sign up for that? No one, right? Okay, so let's talk about overwhelm how it shows up for us, and how to get out of it. I asked a few clients what is happening in their mind and body when they feel overwhelmed. They said overwhelmed feels like their mind is spinning, that they can't focus on just one thing. They feel inadequate and like they won't get it all done. They say overwhelmed feels heavy and scattered. So yeah, it kind of sounds like those words that I just used, swamp, overrun, Overwhelm can feel like our brains are overrun and swamped with thoughts. And when I'm feeling overwhelmed, the most common thoughts going through my head are, oh, I can't get this all done. There's too much to handle or too much to do or too much responsibility. Too much is the bottom line here. Hmm, didn't it say overwhelm was like excess? So it's like I've unconsciously also given power to 
everything outside of me. Yeah, it's like being overrun or overpowered, but I've given the power away. I've made myself the victim and it doesn't have to be this way. So through my training with the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo and from my life coach, Jody Moore, I've learned and now teach my clients that overwhelm is an indulgent emotion. And indulgent emotions are negative emotions that don't propel us toward any goal. They're like merry-go-rounds, spinning around and around, and they don't take us closer to our goals. You know those awful spinning cup rides at amusement parks? Ugh, that is what overwhelm feels like to me. Ugh, so nauseous. And unlike other negative emotions that are healthy to process and move us toward positive emotion, indulgent emotions keep us stuck, just like being in a swamp. And other indulgent emotions are confusion or worry or frustration or self-pity. See how all of those emotions, like overwhelm, they don't point us toward a solution. I know I used to feel overwhelmed by looking at my to-do list or looking at the calendar or at the largest pile of laundry or a kitchen full of dirty dishes. But here's the thing, that to-do list is just a list. The laundry is just a pile of clothes. It's very neutral. It has no power over me and it can't make me think or feel anything. We create the overwhelm by our thoughts about the to-do list, what we make the list mean. And these thoughts are optional. So overwhelm is created inside of us and overwhelm, you guys, it's a modern day problem. And why is this? Because decades and centuries ago, our ancestors didn't have the options we have today. Overall, they had so much less. They had less social options. They spent every day working, and then they only had a few choices of what to spend their money on. And primarily, they wanted to spend that money on essentials like food, clothing, shelter. And money itself is a modern-day tool for bartering. In today's world, we have so many choices and our brains haven't evolved to handle all of these choices. We have to learn to use our higher brain or the prefrontal cortex to sort through the choices, even limit what we have to decide between for gifts, holiday events to go to, how much decorations to put up, how many websites to look at when comparing costs and on and on. We have to manage our calendars, our to-do lists, our expectations on ourselves and others. We have to manage our time to care for our emotional and physical well-being. And that takes being very aware that we create either overwhelm or peace or focus. And in today's world, I see a lot of people addicted to the emotion of overwhelm and confusion. Their bodies are more comfortable there. They don't have to make decisions. Because if they do, they'll then have to manage their brain worrying if they made the right choice or not. Or are they offending someone by declining the invitation to the 10th cookie exchange? It's harder to confidently own our decisions and stand firm than to say yes to everything, then spin out and blame everything around us. When we say no to what doesn't work for us and say yes to things that meet our priorities, We assume the responsibility and we don't blame others for the chaos this holiday season or for the peace, maybe. Hopefully, we cultivate peace this December. Now, here's the thing. 
Our life on the surface is just full of boring facts, but overwhelm is the drama of our life. I received four invitations to parties this weekend. That fact is not full of drama. We add the drama and what we think about either our social calendar or I want to go to everything. What will this host or that host think of me going? Do I need to buy an outfit for which party? Who will be at which event? How can I get to that as well as my son's soccer tournament? I mean, for real, my son has a soccer tournament this weekend. Now, when we are feeling defeated or overpowered or submerged, remember those words, like overwhelm, our brains don't look for solutions. Thoughts like, I can't get it all done, doesn't point our brain toward finding the time or managing our time. Now, my family is going on a big 16-day trip to the other side of the world in a few weeks, and I've been the primary planner of the trip, and I knew I needed to apply for the visas to the country we're going to within 30 days of us entering the country, so I couldn't apply months in advance. And I had done enough research that I knew we needed multi-entry visas, I knew the price. Well, on the day I was set to do it last week, I realized they needed more passport pictures, and which I didn't have. And what was worse, the main website to apply was seriously the most confusing thing I had ever seen. Okay, this is a real sentence from the foreign website of things I needed to submit for our visa. And there's a list of other things just as confusing. Listen to this line. Present to your representative the signature signing of the signatory signature at the embassy. Are you kidding me? They used the word signature four times in a row. And I was doing it at night. I had about everyone in the family asking me questions about one thing or another. And my head was really about to explode. I was totally feeling full of overwhelm. And I was on like the fastest spinning cup ride ever. And I had to stop myself. I read my husband those crazy instructions. I took a ton of deep breaths and I told myself there had to be another solution. I had to calm my thoughts that were creating the overwhelm and stress and I had to start looking for a solution. And as soon as I did that, I quickly found a visa service online that would handle the whole process for us for a fee, but the fee was nominal in comparison to the craziness of that website, and I needed peace of mind. And the solution came from a place of focus and determination. It didn't come from overwhelm. Oh, and did you know that you can download an app to take passport pictures? And since I needed them digitally, it was totally a lifesaver and time saver. Now, this is where overwhelm could have been indulgent if I had gotten mad, told everyone how stressed I was managing the trip for the whole family, how this was so important and only I could do it, blah, blah, blah. Do you see all that self-pity in that? Overwhelm is sometimes us blaming other people or other things for what we have to do or handle. Now, right now, this podcast is being released in the 2019 holiday season, And we have a list of people we want to buy presents for. We're decorating the house, deciding which parties and celebrations to attend and which to host, finalizing travel plans, and so on, in addition to all the normal activities and events of life. My husband and I just sat down to have like a couple's council on how we were going to tackle these three weeks. 
and I have a full page, single-spaced, of people we want to buy gifts for this season. Not have to buy gifts for, it's people we want to buy gifts for. In addition, we're finalizing other plans for our trip to countries we've never been to, requiring clothing and supplies we need to collect. He needs a shot he hasn't gotten yet. We have a lot on the list we need to do to prepare for this. And we want to do several other things in the holiday season, like attend parties, host an extended family dinner, there are school meetings, and we both want to be ahead of the game with our businesses. And we need to have our home ready for a young couple to stay in while we're gone. So we very calmly went through the list and my brain kept wanting to feel some overwhelm, like, oh, poor me, so much to do. But I just didn't want to go there. My husband and I are 100% responsible for everything in our life right now on our calendar. No one held a gun to my head and made me order Christmas cards. The world will not end if we don't give a single present this year. See how overwhelm is like, oh, someone feels sorry for me, but it's really poor me. I just can't make decisions on what to say yes or no to. So we then took things off the list. We decided some things just didn't need to get done. We calendared what days we would do what. The good thing about this is I have several things that I now don't need to think about until the time I've set aside to do the preparation for the family party or so forth. My mind can relax from thinking about it. I know when I'm going to handle it. And we kept saying, okay, we can get it all done. And if it doesn't get done, we don't need to do it. I kept telling myself there's plenty of time to get everything done. And by going through things in detail, we found solutions and were more resourceful than if I was trying to do it all myself. And we sought out the easiest ways to get things done. But we also made very clear goals and decisions about how we want to feel these three weeks that we're in the holiday and trip prep mode. We decided we want to feel excited and calm and focused. We are controlling the calendar. The calendar isn't controlling us which is where overwhelm likes to go. We want to feel connection to our children. None of this matters if we don't have that. So we declined invitations that took us away from the emotions that we want, from a mindset of being focused and determined. And I also really like the thought, this will take me a lot less time than I think. When I think that, I'm more determined to make quick decisions, find a more streamlined way to do something. I'm less distracted. I have been spending very little time deciding between things. I'm making very quick decisions. Okay, so there, making quick decisions seriously is one of the quickest ways to get out of overwhelm. Don't get bogged down in all the many choices available. Just make the choice and move on and tell yourself, of course, I chose the right thing over and over again. And when you feel overwhelmed starting to spin in your head, you feel like you're on that spinning amusement park ride, right? So the first thing to do is stop. Take a few deep breaths. Like when I had read all that stuff on the Visa website, even lie down if you need to. And then ask, what am I thinking? Guys, this is so important. You think something outside of you is causing the overwhelm, and it isn't. I promise. When my parents come to visit, they're overwhelmed just watching me go about a pretty relaxed and minimal day. It's all perspective. It's about capacity and our mindset. 
So you might find yourself thinking something like, oh, I have so much to do. I won't get it all done. Those are just thoughts. Now, second, ask yourself a series of questions. Is that really true? Who's telling you that you have to do it all? Why do you have to do it? Then what will happen if you don't do it? Really sit in this mindset for a minute. What will happen if you don't send out holiday cards? What will happen if you don't go to the neighborhood parties? What will happen if you don't buy presents for your family? And asking those questions puts you back in control. You stop blaming someone else for your schedule. You own the overwhelm. And identifying why you want to do things puts you in a different emotion. You go from obligation to desire, which propels you toward action, not inaction. Now, you're going to ask yourself, what happens if I don't buy presents? And you're not going to like the consequences, possibly. So understanding the possible outcome is going to trigger new thoughts and maybe motivating emotions. But I like to look at the answer to that same question. One thing on my list is to plan what we're going to do in Istanbul, Turkey for two days. I bought a book with places to tour. The hotel is booked. We have our visas, but we have no agenda yet. What will happen if I don't plan a single thing for us to do? We go there at the end of our trip. So what will happen is that I'll open up the book, we'll start going to the most obvious tourist places, we'll make do, and it'll be awesome. So my questioning, what if I don't do it, really takes emotion out of the overwhelm. And I realize I can handle the alternative. I'm not overtaken, to use another overwhelm word. I hope you can see also that managing your overwhelm is really a beautiful way to care for yourself. It's a way for you to say, I really value my time, my energy, my brain juice. I value who I spend my time with, and I'm responsible for the yeses and the nos in my life. Part of the self-care is you deciding the emotions you want to have. Feelings like focused, determined, and confident are just as available as overwhelm, self-pity, and blame. It just takes us managing our thoughts to redirect to those and giving up the addiction and comfort we feel from overwhelm. So just to summarize, nothing good comes from overwhelm. There's no upside to it. It doesn't add to our life and it isn't necessary. And it's created by our thoughts. It happens inside of us. Nothing outside of us creates it. And overwhelm is full of drama. It isn't the facts of our life. So when you feel it creeping up on you, just focus on the facts and what doesn't get done really didn't need to get done to begin with. Calm and focus are so much more enjoyable than overwhelm. Now, those are emotions that I want to get addicted to. If you want help getting out of the overwhelm mindset, please contact me for a free mini session to see how coaching and questioning your thoughts can give you back the control for your life. Investing in your brain is the best investment you can make. See you next week. <laughs>